Hey, this is Pastor Tom with North Glencoe Baptist Church, and you're watching Not Another Church Podcast. This is a weekly podcast featuring church staff and your host, Pastor Tom. So thanks for tuning in. You know, we were, we were talking, this goes to show you how much of a church kid I was. We were talking in one of the vans on the ride down to camp. What was your first cartoon crush? And you know, people. Did you th- say Bible man? No, what, no, no. People are throwing out, you know, Velma, I mean, all the standard stuff. And I got to be honest, my first cartoon crush was on uh, Flamgraf Eve. Man, she was hot. Oh my Tom. gosh! In her fig leaf costume. That's right. I mean, they, oh, it's the only man. place where they got a chicken and bikini in the church is, is Flamgraf Eve. Oh, all right. Okay. And back to the membership of the body. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, that's funny. That is church kid material right there, isn't it? It's like, I, I have a strange feeling about flannel graph Eve. I don't understand. <laughs> this is where Ann's throwing her hand up and going to tell you to cut it. Move on, Tom. All right, so if we've got the, and, and here's the thing that I, I don't want to downplay worship service because here's what happens. If we've got those relationships, there is nothing more precious than to look around this room as we're singing and me to see people that I know, love, know their struggles, know where they are spiritually, and see them worshiping. Yeah. And or see them being fed by the preaching of God's Word. It is meaningless if I don't know who they are. If I look up in the choir, I, mean, I would say that... Unfortunately, Miss uh, Betty Whaley was um, already uh, homebound when I got here. I've had more people say, I just remember that woman in the choir and the look of joy that just radiated off her when she sings. Whenever you can they... see it. Yeah, there's, there's others in the choir that I would point to, even today, that you can see when they're up there and they are um, here to be filled by the Holy Spirit to get that... Um, um, that just that your cup filled up, you know, where we talk about, we, we make jokes all the time and use the analogy of a cup and say, you know, it, you know, it leaks out a little bit during the week. And when they come and you're being filled back up and you're praising your Savior and you're standing shoulder to shoulder with others around you. And all of a sudden, those other things of the week are have washed away, you know, and you realize that right now, right here today, I, I, I'm just going to give my love and attention to Jesus. Well, and, and we feed off of each other's faith. I mean, I've talked a lot. Um, in sermons about how there'll be times where we're singing a song that's just not my jam. Okay, I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad song, it's bad music. I'm saying that it's just it's stylistically it's not something that, that I would normally listen to. Okay. And so it's playing, and I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I'm mouthing the words, and I'm, I'm there. And, but then I will see someone else who it is their jam, mm-hmm. and they've got their arms up straight, they've got tears running down their face, and they are praising their king. I'm going to get swept up in that. Because I'm, I'm, absurd, I'm feeding not off of the song. I'm feeding off of their faith. It touches you. And so, and then the next song that we sing, it may be a song that's not their jam, but it's somebody else's. And so this room becomes special because we're, we're not a bunch of strangers singing a bunch of songs that we kind of know together. It's a family of people who love each other. And as I'm watching this person with tears running down their faith as they praise their king, I know that this week they've gone to the doctor five times while the doctor's trying to figure out why their blood sugar's high and that they needed today to feed them. And so 
it's those connections that make it real. We can't recreate that with a fog machine and laser shows. No, and you can't recreate it on a screen at home. And so the, the big room is the icing on the cake. But if you don't have the cake, no, well, few people sit around and just eat icing out of the tub. No. <laughs> would not do that. No, yeah. no. No, but we get what you're driving at. I mean, you see it happening. And I would tell you that as we've talked through this, and it, what keeps coming to my mind, though, is that we have to take the time at some point to stop and look at, um, okay, so if there are those who are at home, and they are saying things to us like, I've gotten used to it, it's better at home, we need to ask why. I think that each one of those people that when they say that, um, we went like we went camping this weekend with a group of friends. Um, several of them are part of our church body. And so as we're having discussions, and it came up that some of them talked about being at home and being in a room with their kids and sitting down and watching the service during the pandemic and times when they couldn't come. And what they actually talked about was what they got from it. What I found interesting and what I made mental note of is that um, we didn't talk about what they didn't get, which you and I have just discussed and we've said here, but there were also things that they did get from it that we need to make note of. What are we missing? How are we failing? Are we, um, and not necessarily failing, but maybe it's just, okay, do we, they need to be plugged into a small group. Does there need to be time where the children and the parents are in some kind of a training session or discipling time or learning time or something together. That was one of the discussions we had. You know, and as we we're going through that, I started making note of and thinking, okay, now Jesus, you know, as I'm going into my prayer time and quiet time with him and I'm saying, okay, how can I help these families? How can I provide what is needed for them? What do they see that's missing when they're sitting here in the pew? Is there something that we need to provide for them? You know, and those are things that are going to affect how I do ministry and how I reach out to others around me, including my own kids. So the negative side of everything that we've described comes from the fact that all those people that we're rubbing shoulders with that we're getting to know are people. And people can get messy, and people can get hard, and people can disappoint us, and people can do things we don't like, and people they can, can do us. things that we disagree with. Yeah, and they hurt us deeply sometimes. And so I think one of the reasons why the, the campus church, the, the, the idea of a, of a TV church is, is caught some, some of the reasons why it's happened is because I don't have to deal with all the messiness. I don't know this guy over here and don't care what his day is like. If he wants to go and get tore up from the floor up Friday night, what do I care? And so I think it becomes easier because church can be exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's all the staff. We can all probably testify to that. Okay, so try to take yourself out of the staff right, side. Because right, yeah, yeah. okay, that's, a totally, okay, okay. that's yeah. a totally different aspect of right, it. The yeah, fact that right. Sunday mornings uh, are the days that we're working. And uh, so I, I'm just talking about the, okay, if you're just sitting in a Sunday school classroom, um, if I've had an exhausting week, and there's such a thing as, which we do deal with as staff, which is called compassion fatigue, which if, if we reach a point where I can't, I can't, I can't deal with anybody else's problems, or I don't need any new problems. I can't, can't deal with it. The weight becomes very heavy. And so if, if I'm sitting there and I, I have had a week where, you know, my kids pulled straight Ds on the report card and they've been fussing and fighting with each other and th this bad thing's happened and the car's 
making a weird noise and I guarantee it's going to cost 1300 bucks and I have $8.63 in the bank. <laughs> and uh, so if I'm in that and then somebody sits down at prayer request time and starts talking about their, their Meemaw's big toe, that's going to make me angry because I'm like, I don't care about Meemaw's big toe. I don't know how I'm going to pay this bill. I don't know how I'm going to. And gonna... then you compound guilt on top of that because you feel bad for not caring about Meemaw's big toe. And you know that you should, but at the same time, you're worried about, you know, a possible cancer diagnosis or a, uh, you know, whatever's going on in your own family. Financial crisis, job crisis, any of the things that happen in the weight and burdens that we carry day to day just for each other. And you do it in your small group, you do it at home, and then you come here and in the church body when we're carrying those burdens one for another. And uh, this is going to be shocking for those of you that, that are, are part of North Glencoe. Sometimes humans can be annoying. <laughs> Even people who go to church. Yes, God never asked me who he should save. You know. <laughs> I had a, a, a deacon one time. We left a deacon's meeting, and I was clearly frustrated. I was new in ministry, and he called me over, and he said, I need to tell you something. And so I, I'm like, great, here's something else. And he said, I want you to think about this. If God saves an idiot, you've got a saved idiot. <laughs> And so sometimes people can just be annoying and hard to deal with and opinionated. And you know what? There have been lots of times. they shouldn't be. The fruit of the Spirit should be always evident in every way in all parts of our lives. Just like it is in my life. (laughs) Because I never get annoyed with anybody or say something stupid. I'm always gentle, kind, patient, loving, understanding. And (laughs) self-control, Merciful, self-control, you know, yes. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, no, it doesn't work that way, does it? It, it often comes where we are. Um, I, and, you know, Satan knows what he's doing. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the enemy of our souls knows how hard it is. If they know that one person in the group that, that gets under your skin or that you find obnoxious or, you know, whatever it may be, the one who's sharing about her granny's big toe on the day that you, you know, found out you've got a, another six weeks of chemo to do or whatever it may be. And, and it's hard because, and we also, there's some selfishness in that. There is some comparison, like my burden is greater than your burden, where, you know, that's very important to her. That grandmother may have been the one that raised her from a child and taught her everything she knew and served the role of mother and grandmother, father, everything. So sometimes in that compassion fatigue or in that selfish place where we are, we have to step outside of it. Oh, and, and guaranteed, like you said, the enemy knows what that the day that you're exhausted and experiencing compassion fatigue and fought with your family on the drive in and the coffee Is that machine. The day broke, my boss gets ugly at, yes, at me, yes. Yes. That that's gonna be the day that the close talker is gonna have two cups of coffee just before he stands <laughs> an inch and a half away from you. My dance space <laughs> your dance space day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> As he chases you around the sanctuary because one step back, one step forward, one step back, one step forward. <laughs> and every time you back up, they come closer. Yes. Not that that's annoying at all. No, right? not at all. No. Not at all. All right. With that, we end today's podcast. Thanks for watching Not Another Church Podcast with your host, Pastor Tom. We want to invite you to join us Sundays for small group at 9 a.m., worship services starting at 10 a.m., and you can find North Co. Baptist Church live each week on Facebook and our northlinco.org website. If you miss church, no worries. Our past services are easily accessible. They're archived on YouTube, Vimeo, Facebook. Make sure to stay up to date by following northlinco.org. Go serve your king.